Welcome to the Dr. Funk Podcast. On this week's episode, the doctor talks about Prince's love songs and how they've affected his life and the lives of others. And now, he begged for a kiss and she gave him seven. Dr. Funkenberry. How beautiful do the words have to be before they conquer every heart? Anything beautiful is worth getting hurt over. Just a couple of lines from the guy that we're going to be talking about today. Hello, everyone. Thank you very much, and welcome to the Dr. Funk Podcast. This is Dr. Funk with my boy, Chris G. What up, Doc? And I just want to send a quick note before we get get deep into this week's episode. Uh, We'd love for you guys to subscribe on iTunes. Please leave a review uh, when you can. Really appreciate it. Uh, Tune in radio. You can listen to us on on Stitcher, Overcast. Tell a friend. Get it out there. Spread the word. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. We also appreciate it. Um, You know, been checking everything you guys have been writing, and it's just phenomenal. And I really, really, really appreciate it. I read everything that comes back. So, you know, this week, I kind of like doing stuff on the fly. You know, Chris hooked me up like, Jay, we need this. What are we going to do? And then I'll have an idea. And then um, I've just been going through um, some stuff kind of like you guys have. Um, And then, uh, you know, this week, you know, it's the week before uh, his birthday. And I think we can talk about it again. You know, he didn't really, you know, like birthdays when he was here after 1997. Um, But... Unfortunately, that's one of the things with him not being here anymore is we can kind of celebrate his birthday again. Um, And I'd rather not be able to celebrate him be here. And what's also happening this week is the NBA Finals, which is a pretty tough time for me. Um, God, and I thought holiday sucked. Um, We're just going to we're going to go through the scope of NBA Finals. We're going to go through the scope of his birthday. And we also have the worries of toxicology reports coming out this week. So the thing is, is that's why I don't want to focus on his birthday too much. We'll leave it for the next episode. What I decided on, and I'm going to need Chris to have a lot of input on this, and I did not tell him anything about this because I like things to be off the cuff and real. And everything you've heard so far from this has been real. And I'm going to keep it that way. Uh, we're going to focus on is Prince's like love songs and the love uh, that grew or sometimes didn't happen because of his music or other things. Um, you know, I have a pretty, pretty good collection of stuff. Um, several years ago, I made one copy of it. I need to update it. Um, it was like a 15 disc collection of Prince's love songs, all of them. And I had them in, in an order that was absolutely amazing. And I called it one night alone with Prince. Um, yeah, 
and I kind of, I'm kind of one of those guys that, you know, wants a different chapter for each of the CDs and could make it kind of like uh, one night alone. You know, you start off with a few candles, a little bit of wine. I might have a sip of that this time. Um, but yeah, and I'm not really going to reveal my set list. And the thing was, is I was um, getting inspired to put another one together. I've only given one away before. And this is a long time ago. And um, you got to be really special to me for you uh, to get that. Well, I, I'm honored. I, I'm really, thank you. I appreciate it. It but ain't going to you. you oh. <laughs> but, um, you know, but this is something we're going to talk about because, um, you know, I don't, you know, Chris, if you get emotional during this, it's okay. Um, I'm a, I'm a pretty big guy. I give mean mugs a lot. You know, I very rarely let my guard down. I let it down for very few people that can probably count on both my hands. Maybe just one. Um, but there's two two relationships that like in the Prince world I've looked looked up to, aside from like, you know, Prince and Maites and Prince Emanuelas, you know, and they they loved him in a way that none of us can or can experience. My thing is, is um, the two couples that I'm referring to are uh, a friend um, from Nebraska now. We used to call him from Arizona. And actually, he's from Wisconsin now. He moved again. Uh, it's uh, Joe and Natalie. Um, they're a couple that I look up to and other things. Another couple that I still look up to. Um, I know this may be hard for you because of stuff that's happened, but uh, Chris and Carrie and um how you guys regardless of anything even if it's a moment in time even if it's one month um you guys found each other through his music and i'm sure there's like some songs that meant something to you and i'm sure there's other listeners out here um that they found each other through his music you know, maybe it was to sexy MF or get off instead of some other stuff. Uh, you know, though, those relationships that, that I hooked up to or was inspired by never really worked out for me too much. Um, I didn't really put too much effort into it, but uh, I really don't know this much uh, about stuff with you, Chris. And um, but like what was like, you know. I think that you have a little bit of a story and I hope you don't mind like sharing, like you met Carrie and how you proposed to her, what song was it done to and where? Wow. Yeah, no, Hey, first just kind of backtracking cause I, I can mm -hmm. see where you're kind of going with it. Um, you know, I've been lucky enough in my life to meet a lot of people and I mean the best, best friends in my life through his music. And I think that's what's made his death hard is that he was kind of the, the hub of the wheel that kind of brought us all together. We're lucky that we can still be friends. We can still listen to his music. And, you know, I'll be traveling to Toronto in a month because of one of those friends, you know. And the only thing that brought me to her was Prince's music. Um, yeah, and I was one of those people that was lucky enough to find, you know, my soulmate. You know, and I still believe that to this day, even though it, it hasn't worked out. Um, we have two beautiful daughters together. 
um, she, when we met, she lived in Utah and I lived here in Los Angeles and through mutual friends, um, we just happened to be at the same Shili concert at the same time. And, you know, everybody knows who Bobby is. I don't even have to say his name. Bobby. Bobby. But uh, I was with Bobby, my buddy, and I told him that night, that's the kind of girl I can marry. Um, how did I know that? Well, she liked to dance to Prince music. Uh, you know, <laughs> um, I don't know. People think it's, you know, it, it, that was it. And we talked on the phone and, you know, you just, the music, the music is really powerful. And we ended up, you know, <laughs> I know we're not the norm, but. I think it was less than six months after meeting each other, she was moved. I was moving her down from Utah in a U-Haul truck, hmm. um, and then a couple of years after that, Utah. Yeah. All right. Let me ask you this: How did you for that six months? How did it work? You know, you weren't. Were you guys flying? Were you driving each other? Who was doing what? So we both had very expensive phone bills. <laughs> To begin with. Back then. The old huh? days, yeah. There was no cell phones in. Huh. This was 97, I believe. Right. Um, may, no, actually, maybe it was uh, 98. Because I remember uh, New Power Soul came out, and I wouldn't open it and listen to it until I was with her. And I sat on it for, I, I believe it was a few weeks. Because um, she was coming out to visit for the Jay Leno show. And that was going to be, I think, the first time we saw each other since we originally met. Mm -hmm. um, but um, we we talked a lot on the phone you know watched movies you know under the cherry moon on the phone together I'm sure I'm not the only one that's done that you know but with you know a long distance relationship with technology it's kind of hard now like they're the phone <laughs> connection or, or the, the phone's dying because the iPhone battery sucks big time anyway but, um, yeah so we talked on the phone, you know, $400 each of us would have long distance bills each month. Maybe that's why it progressed so fast. We just were too, we couldn't afford to be apart. But, um, you know, we only saw each other. I think uh, she flew out a couple times. I flew up there a couple times. And I guess when you know, you know. When you know, you know. Yeah. Did one feel it more than the other or was it like mutual? Oh, no. It was... That's cool. I, there's no way to, to, to gauge that. I mean, it was... It's hard because I always feel, and I go, this is just from experience, I always feel that someone digs the other person more so than the other. It's just, that's what it is. Is it's, And I just wish you can get that one thing. And maybe that's what it is with soulmates, regardless of it not working out, is that at one moment in time, forever long it is, you're connected in a way to where it is equal. And I've never really, like experience that too much so i always yeah. feel like it's more one side more than the other but with you guys you felt it was it was equal yeah it's like you know 100 mm percent -hmm. is 100 percent. you know and i felt hmm. you know as much as i gave you know it was it was everything you'd want if you know the fairy tale kind of romance and i waited a long time you know i i dated several girls and you know you always think you can always feel when there's something missing you know, or there's, you know, there's that one little thing. Yeah, but she doesn't like to blank or she does that way. I, I shouldn't have said it that way. You know, hobbies or things like that. You know, she won't dance or, you know, she's afraid. To shoot pool. Shoot pool. There you go. Um, right. You know, but when it's, you know, 
yeah, it was whirlwind. And, you know, I wouldn't recommend other people do this, you know, go down that same path. But I kind of knew, I knew, you know, and when you know, you know. And so we decided to, to do it. And it, was, it wasn't easy. I mean, we, we joked that our first real date was in a U-Haul, you know. We broke down in the middle of the desert and had to get picked up, you know, and stay overnight wow. in Vegas, get towed. You know, it was, those are the kinds of things that bring you closer together, actually, when you think about it, probably. And, you know, over time, it was hard. And over time, um, you know, I, I did propose to her. I mean, you want to hear about that. So um, I had to make it Prince-related. And I'm sure a few people that are listening to this uh, were there. But it was in San Francisco at one of Bobby's Dream Factory parties. I was not, by the way. Ooh. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> but um, and I knew Bobby had this, uh, this party coming up. And so I said, okay, we have to do something sneaky and, and special. Mm-hmm. And so we said, hey, let's, let's make up a lip sync contest. And I'll make sure that Carrie and I are one of the competitors. Or, you know, and and <laughs> it's funny because <laughs> one of the other competitors was probably one of the best Prince impersonators I know, Sir Jack, who is still going strong and doing his thing. Um, he, he went before us and I'm like, okay, that probably was a bad idea to go after Sir Jack, but, um, I picked a door because that's my jam. That was our jam. And it was fun. I, I made her sing a little bit, which was awesome. And I cut it and broke it off and, you know, in front of what, 300 people or so. That was pretty awesome. Right. Yeah. That's cool. And the fairy, fairy tale continued. What was some of the the love songs that you don't have to say what was going on during it <laughs> or, you know, if it was somewhere, something. Um, cause I kind of, I don't know. I plan, I don't know. Sometimes it isn't best plan, but what were some songs that kind of like bring back moments for you? Good well, moments. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> no, sometimes it snows in April. No, no, Thank you. no. Um, it's funny that you mentioned you had, you know, your, your playlist, you know, you always have your go-to kind of to get in the mood, you know, or No, whatever. that's only been used one time. Oh, yeah? And in all honesty, it was not the person, listen, it was never played with me. I never got to play it with the person. It's because I don't want to get into it because they're probably listening and they don't deserve that. But I never had a chance to experience with it. So much so Bummer. that I put hidden tracks on there. And then a year and a half later, the girl calls me up and goes, wait, because she would look at the track list and right. I'd put stuff that wasn't on there and then it'd be, you let it play and it hits. Um, so that person never experienced it. I made that set for that person, but they never got it. Just like what I was configuring now. So sorry about that to interrupt, but yeah, it no, wasn't, okay. there wasn't any go-to. Yeah, but. well... I mean, my go-to, I, I guess you could call it that. I mean, well, you, all you have to do is play the scandalous sex suite. That that's that's a pretty good uh, men. That's a good go-to. Keep in mind to last the entire <laughs> way through it. See, I put on news and news plays a couple times from the no, I'm playing. <laughs> the girl will get tired. Get lower my legs. And we go ahead. Oh, you know, you got the crime, the passion, the rapture, the rapture. But yeah, you know, so that's always good. Um, 
I, I loved um, Insatiable and I think it was I think it was Scandalous and Insatiable back to back I had a, I had like a, a tape or a CD that I made I think it was a tape back in the mm. day but it always had those two songs back to back I just loved it they just work they're so perfect together um, gosh you know there's other songs you know right when hey when you're with the one you want to be with every song is is the right song right so what you're trying to tell me is you put on the Kama Sutra track with the scissors sniffing and it was just <laughs> romance 1600 if I could talk to Prince right now I'd say brother what was up with them scissors so when we gets up is your jam during during love sessions right that's right you're so wrong for that <laughs> that song ain't shop around that song I got held up to a gunpoint, got my first speeding ticket to. <laughs> when he played it at Paisley, I went out, covered my ears. <laughs> la, 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 la means no, 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 no. You got PTSD? Uh, Whatever that means. Just yeah. as long as it ain't PPD or OPP. You know me. Um, but yeah. Stands um, for property. My first, my first song uh, we danced to was um, friend, lover, sister, mother, wife. I was there for that one. Yeah, so that was cool. That was cool. So we, we could don't worry. We cut off before it got too crazy. You know, when he starts really screaming and getting into it. It wasn't very appropriate for the uh, the first dance at a wedding. It's all good, man. But nah, you wedding. Know, the great thing about Prince is that there are love songs just all over the place. You know, he could have had a career of just his love songs. Right. You know, hell, there's albums worth of of love songs that he wrote for other people. They or didn't even keep. Never released. Or never um, released. Exactly. Electric intercourse. Uh, his best material. I am gear. I am. I know his best material is in the vault still. But come on, dude. You cannot replace. Okay, yeah. electric intercourse was the first one. Right. <laughs> then the beautiful ones was made afterward. You replace electric intercourse with beautiful ones. You you can't. No. You you just the beautiful ones like. Yeah, you're not replacing that. Look, even dude. even but he should have saved electric intercourse and put it on. You know something else. He was trying to down the line. Parade. Um, it would have been great in, in Under the Cherry Moon. It wouldn't have fit with it, but it's just there's so many songs. And for me, there is uh, different ones. I mean, recently was the beautiful ones. Um, the thing is, is that, and I always say this, is not to be arrogant at all. It's so the person doesn't have power over you. The song is mine. <laughs> if I'm playing it with you or it's going down when we're together, it's mine. Um, at the celebration in the year 2000, they were um, selling these CD singles that were special um, things. Uh, for the most beautiful girl in the world, it said For You on it. And um, that's the long CD, right? It was like yeah. a, like a Valentine's Day card, right? Yeah, yeah I had those too. Because a man only has seven loves in his life, supposedly. The average man, not average, but I figured, okay, really haven't had had one. Kind of, you know, ran its course, didn't do anything. I still. I got six. You got six chambered? <laughs> so I bought six. I opened up one, and then, like, it had, like, you know, the day you fell in love, 
you know, what was playing, what was right. happening. It was really cool. Unfortunately, it was the short version of the song, not the long, but can't always get Ironically. what you want. I thought that was very cool. And I always like, you know, I, I came across it the other day and I'm like, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I think I'm going to be giving this to someone soon, possibly. Um, you have that, you go in, but like I said, it, it's it's your song, you know. Um, right, it's like a soundtrack in your head, right? It's my song, yeah. regardless of, of me giving to the girl a dedicated tour, it's mine, you know. Like a boxer coming out in the ring. You know, it's just, yeah. Um, but he's had so many good ones, like... You know, I was with a friend from Minnesota and Dolphin came on and she lost it in the car recently. Hey, Christina. And then, um, you know, it's just with how many great love songs he had, he had those do me wrong songs, got a broken heart again. You know, why you want to treat me so bad? I mean, that's not really a ballad, but you know, you can make it work as one if someone wanted to rearrange it and be creative take me with you can kind of be the same way it's a little bit more upbeat you know condition of the heart i love you but i don't trust you ah see i don't like that one see because and the reason being is like because trust for some reason there's there's two words that are bigger than love trust and respect they are you can love someone you can be in love with someone. As soon as that trust is broken, you are screwed. Because that love is never the same. The respect, how I look at it is, is that's why, you know, I put it earlier on social media, like respect to me. I always treat someone with respect. Because then, you know, I'm not going to do you wrong. I'm not going to have to win you back. I'm not going to have to make it up to you. Because from the beginning, I gave you respect. I didn't need to make things up to you. And this is what kind of bothers me, dude. Like, when someone put my thing like, oh, it's great there's still guys like you around. Or you're a sweet guy or all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, but the guy who treated you like crap, you know, who you date the same guy over and over again. Whether, you know, they you had sex with him and then the next day he didn't call, he didn't text or whatever that's who you continue to keep going out with but yet the person that you know respected you enough didn't do anything waited because he didn't he didn't want to wait but the thing is he respected you enough to wait is the one that gets the big fat zero while the other guy gets the big home run and all the kids looking up to him yay but yeah, so I love you. I don't trust you anymore. Really, isn't in there for me. It's uh, the dirty little sister of condition of the heart because the whole perfume line and whatever. And regardless of who he says that he was written for, I think it was written around the time period of '85. Regardless, it's just something we don't know. So that song isn't one of my uh, favorites. You know, I would take uh, the forty-seven silent tracks on <laughs> New Power Soul over that. And look, he's got heart-wrenching stuff. And you know what? Because I'm a person that believes that music is another language. And if you connect with that person on that level, you know, it's, it's something special. It's something rare. So it's like there's other songs that affect me. 
you know, and like playing in my mind. Cause you're like, say you're with someone at a distance, or whatever. And then you have like, and not the Celine Dion version, mind you, you got the Cindy Lauper version because she put it to where you can hear, hear her heart. You can hear it. Like the song I drove all night to get to you. It's about stuff, love. There, there's distance at times. You know, you can have someone who, who lives down the street from you or they, they're in the same bed as you later on and there's still distance between you because you're not open, there's no communication, there's no trust, there's no respect. Or it could be like that where it's Cindy Lauper where they drove all night to him and it sounds so romantic, although the drive, your ass is falling asleep, you gotta pee, you're trying to make it. You know, do I go a little 90? Is this fool gonna catch me? You know, just songs like that. And then like Nick Jonas, it's not a wonder to me why he used the MPG band. He's got a song on there called I want someone to love me for who I am. And that's very hard when you're looking like Nick Jonas is like a buffer version of Justin Bieber and probably doesn't need, although he has had shots of him in his underwear, but he hasn't really grabbed his junk like Bieber did. Um, that's another story altogether. It's just love is great and divine. And see, Prince's, Prince's work is so hard to cover because of all the emotions he puts on there. Just like, you know, our tribute episode to Prince, we put that Nothing Compares to You version, which was heart-wrenching. But he put his soul into it. And when you listen to that last last show of Purple Rain in Atlanta, he was doing the exact same thing. Whether there was five people there, or 500,000, or 5 million, 50 million, 70 million watching at home during the Super Bowl, it was the exact same performance. And that's why his love songs were so good. Yeah, they had a little bit of stuff in there that other artists didn't have. I mean, here you go. First time hearing I Love You and Me. She took off her dress. I took a peek. While Thunderstorms played Hide and Seek, I begged for a kiss. She gave me seven. Our lips touched and it feel like heaven. Everything I want is what she does to me. She don't blush because she's so damn free. When she's making love, it's like surgery. What? And I say, ooh, 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 I love you and me. I'm like, damn. I go, the surgery line kind of has me. And then I'm thinking, this is going to be one of the bombest love songs of ever, of all time. And what does Prince do? I promise myself not to come until she does. Then she took both hands and a liar I was. Premature ejaculation? You just trying to make all sexual and romantic? I'm like, whoa. Well, not premature, but he came before he wanted to. But this is the essence of Prince that he can do songs that no one else can, especially when it comes to love. Yeah. I That song, you brought back a memory. I remember playing that song in high school and literally being with a friend of mine. We were, our our faces were in the speaker. It was just like so crazy because we'd never heard anything like that you know yeah that song is is one of my all-time favorites and see here's the thing i've only and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be shocked you know regardless of other stuff i especially when i wasn't in love and you're in you're in your teens you're in your 20s i did not like doing anything with his music on his music to me was sacred that the person that I'm going to be with, I know there'd be like reviewers and the symbol album came out like, oh, you know, you should listen to this album naked and get it on with someone. Prince would love that. To me, his music was special. I can drive around in my car. I can listen to it with people. 
But when it came to getting on down, you had to be, even if we're making out, like you had to be special me or I felt a connection with you because there would be stuff going on and like there would be like it came on, you listen to 92.3 at night, one of the songs come on, uh-uh, you don't deserve that, girl. No. Really? Really. Interesting. So, I, can, I can see though the personal, how it's personal. Only two people did I ever do anything to his music with, even even like a making out session or whatever or The Artist Seduction by J7. Coming to a bookstore near you, 2020. Ooh, anyway. So, okay, question for you. I'm yeah. sure everyone's going to want to know what what was okay or what what put you in the mood or what did you listen to when you're... Aside from Prince? Yeah. I mean, when you're with somebody. See... Since that was so personal or, I mean... Dude, I wouldn't even do Get Off. They didn't deserve Sexy MF. They didn't deserve Strange Relationship. They didn't, you know... You just rock R. Kelly? No. <laughs> R. Kelly could learn things too from me. Anyway, it just, the thing is, is I don't remember because Mm -hmm. those times were important to me. Like, you know, I'm okay waiting. You know, when I'm first with someone, it's about respect. It's like, look, dude, if it was up to me, but the thing is, I don't like to repeat myself. If it was up to me, the the first kiss would always be by the beach, you know? Uh, you know, I used to, used to thing called a thing like, I'm like, I'm a sexual romantic and people are like, what does that mean? I'm like, that's, you know, romantic is someone who takes you to the beach, cuddles you, brings a picnic, you know, kisses you. Sexual romantic. I'm, I'm, you know, that's all happening, but you're going to get a little bit of sand in your ass by the time you're done. <laughs> so I'm a sexual romantic and I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with my sexual side being a little bit more so than my romantic side. I have those sides to me the thing is is i keep my little jerky j because it sounds too much like kirky j i keep that hidden happy j that's hidden um i don't like to to mix it up so much but yeah i don't remember what i made out to because you know it could have been new kids on the block hanging tough or oh 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 oh, and then you just go back and forth during the oh um you know kind of dating myself there a little bit huh no like even with 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 stuff i just you did not deserve it really not even just anytime any place janet jackson on loop see because i i was i listened to that a lot see i just don't remember my main thing is is like it's just like what people don't understand is until after they're shut off for me they don't understand like how much access i gave them to me i can drop people pretty quickly like, especially people that don't understand where I'm coming from. Like, friends. I'm talking about male friends or whatever. Like, I've had I've had pretty, you know, I've had a life to where it would make a movie and they'd actually make every single scene. It'd be based on a true story. Nothing elaborated. Nothing made up. All on point. Probably one of those movies. They'd be like, get out of here. Like, he did not have a life like that. And I've struggled with love so much and I'm very hard to open to where you know i get get brandished a player or um arrogant or snobby because the way i am i'm very protective of myself and i have every right to be because and me and prince talked about this before and we'll get into it like people don't respect love anymore and it's 100 true so i'm scared to open myself up because if i'm giving myself to you stop listening to other dudes 
because I know how it is. As soon as I talk with a girl, it's like they know, they get that sense, you know? I don't know what it is. Like your pheromone kicks off and they're like freaking 500 miles away going, hey, what's Jay up to? Da-da-da-da. Let me send him a nude. And then you're like, uh, thanks. I go, oh, that wasn't the reaction I'm doing. Do I not like I go, do I not look at it? I'm like, no, just seeing someone, I just feel it's kind of disrespectful to her. So I'm gonna do it. But you don't have that. You have guys that holler. You know, I've just I've just been like that. Um, and where I was going with it is just that love to me is it's hard, it's rare, it's scary. And as I said before, it's just like the dance. Like Angie, our friend, told us one time that you know, she says she doesn't like listening to the dance because it scares her. And I went, look, sometimes love is scary. It's just like Absolutely. that whole thing of saying anything beautiful is worth getting hurt for. But that's what I mean with the dance as well. Another song that he puts it onto it, you know, just the emotion that he has through it. So to me, love is sacred. And what we talked about me and Prince before, and this was online, it wasn't in person. <coughs> um... I just said, you know, I think the gay marriage thing was going on a lot. And I go, we need something higher than love in marriage now. And I always capitalize love in everything I write. Songs, letters. The reason why I do that is, is because to me, love is as important as God and it's sacred. More so to me, because I'm not very, that very religious. Love to me is a word that needs to be respected. So it gets capitalized on everything. I don't care if it's the middle of a sentence, beginning of a sentence, end of a sentence. Love is capitalized for me. Um, and what I'm trying to go through with that is that I just got sidetracked for a minute on it. But it's just, it's just so rare. And then when we're having this conversation, I just brought up to him that we need to come up with something new. Something higher than love. Something higher than marriage. Because... You know, at least to me in the 50s and 60s, it seemed like love was was appreciated. You're going steady with the girl. Oh, Jay's going steady with her. Uh oh, you know, ah, oh, shucks. You know, she was hot, but Jay's got her. Shucky darns, you know. And then, like, the marriage was really respected, you right. know. Yeah. And now we get it to where, you know, you had your chance, bro. Like, and this, this has nothing to do with anyone else that they think of anything like you, you, you were with it. Um, I came in, treated her with respect and then you're all going with the, let me make it up to you thing. Uh, it's not respected anymore. The thing is, is that it has to be respected by the guys outside of the relationship, the girls inside the relationship, the guy inside of it, regardless of what it is, whether it's day one or day 100,000, it has to be that way. Cause to me, I ask, I asked for a date the first time I'll ask for the date, the 777th time. That's just how I am. I call it courting. I do letters. I do all these things. It's just my style. Um, I always try to do something different. But regardless of it, so we're talking about love and marriage and how it is now is that when a guy has a girl, these other guys that are not in the relationship are hollering or had it previously are still hollering at it. And it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful to me. It's disrespectful to the girl, but it takes two. And my main thing is, is that's what I'm saying is, is that 
you're 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 with someone they're like they don't care and then they go yeah but they're not married makes it okay so then the guy and girl are married and then this other guy's trying to holler at her yeah but they don't have any kids so it's not so serious so then a guy and girl are married and they have kids yeah they have kids but she's not happy uh you got to work through stuff and that's what i mean is is that you need something higher than love something higher than marriage i was coming up with this whole sexy love thing love sexy backwards i was doing stuff even name like my publishing company over that uh over freed music where i have it now um it's just i don't know what we need to do but it's not respected and i'm tired of it and i just soulmates whatever and look married woman stay in your lane stay with your dude make it work yeah, you know how to treat guys, right? Especially if they're single. You know to get the right freaking gift. You know to say the right thing. You know what place on us that 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 does something to us more so than the actual act of sex. Stop it. Give your husband that. And if he ain't doing it right for you, you guys need to sit down and talk. Get some good-ass Starbucks or a good-ass bottle of wine. You guys need to talk. Because his music to me especially his love stuff and other stuff is is sacrilegious to me. It just means a lot. And like I said, I know that you're blown away by it, but that music isn't made for anyone. So that just lets the two people know that I've done stuff with, you know, even if it wasn't the actual act, like I entrusted you enough to share that with you. Yeah, like I said, the music's still mine. Don't get it wrong. You know, I may have made you to that. Um... No, but it's not going to take away the moment. It's not going to take my enjoyment. And what I mean by that is there's some people that associate another person with the song to where they can't listen to it anymore. That That's true. No, and, that, and that's one thing about the love songs that it's kind of the good and the bad part of it is you let it affect you or you let it get into your life so much that, well, if you, know, if you break up with that girl, well, that song's ruined because, damn, that was our jam, you know? Uh, I mean, after I got divorced... Yeah, there's a lot of songs, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of songs that I have a hard time listening to. Um, but yeah, you're, you're right that music is so personal and it can be personal with you or it can be personal as a couple, you know, and it's really, and it, it and it really, like I said, it's personal and it's, uh, but again, what I wanted to make a comment on you, you know, talking about love and respect and, you know, nowadays, you know, everybody has um, direct link to every other person in their life because they have their phone, you know, social media, mm. you know, you can holler at anybody you want, you know, social media sucks donkey balls when it comes to relationships. Absolutely. If you're a grandma and you want to see pictures of the kids, the yeah. grandkids across state, that's perfect. It gives these people access to you. And the thing I hate the most is, is that I don't have an iPhone. I have an Android on purpose because you can't do the send and receive stuff that you used to be able to do with Blackberries and other stuff back in the day. iPhones, you have send receive messages. You can tell when the person's typing. I don't do that. Um, yeah, it makes it hard to video chat or whatever. But my main thing is, is that, you know, I may have gotten your text and then something is coming up that I can't get to. Or I need to kind of think about it before I say something because sometimes things get misconstrued in text. Another thing that's the devil, and I am so against it. And there's nothing I can do about it because this guy thinks that 
it doesn't matter what we think. He thinks he's the freaking rock or whatever. Um, Zuckerberg, his Facebook messenger that we all have to download on our phones to use sucks because you know, you had it lucky regardless of your last relationship, not working out the girl, not being on social media at all was a godsend. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Cause the whole thing is, is like, I have weird people hit me up that find my profile. It was like, this one woman about two weeks ago, she, her, her, they were fake as can be, but they were just hanging out. And I'm like, I don't know this person. Eyelashes. Yeah, sure. Eyelashes. Yes. Um, you know, I add people like I didn't know there was like a photographer, Nicole, that worked with Prince in the 90s. She's been kind of trying to contact me. She sent me a Facebook request a long time ago. I actually went through Facebook requests last night. Um, I added a few people. I really try to only add people that I know or someone that is work with in the business. Like Torre hit me up today. He's going to be interviewing Andre Simone on Friday. He want to hit me up for, about some stuff. Um, <clears throat> but social media and that Facebook messenger, let me tell you, man. Let me tell you, and it's just terrible because my thing is I turn mine off and people hit me up because they know that I have a, they, they know I have a galaxy. So they want to know I get the message. So they'll hit me up through there and then trying to see when the message responds. What sucks is, is when you're, you're talking with a girl and you don't want to send her a Facebook message. You just want to keep it to texting or calling. You text them. Eight hours go by and you know because other people are hitting you up on my phone, it shows that, that person, even though it's not, it'll be the other guy hitting me up and eating stuff, it shows that person because you guys like each other's photos or comments so much, it shows them immediately, this person was active one minute ago. This person was active three minutes ago. Oh, and right, you're like, gotcha. the messenger is on the phone. So you're knowing without them realizing it. And I try to tell people this, like, hey, you know, I got to check my phone. Hold on. <laughs> but it is so bad. And this person doesn't get back to you for a while. And you just know that they're ignoring it or whatever because their phone's blowing up. So you can't say, hey, I get your message. Hey, like I dropped my phone in the car or left it in the car. Or, hey, my battery died. It's showing you that they got it. And then you're just like, you know. You don't want to cause stupid drama because social media crap. So you just let it slide. You're like, okay, I don't know why they're saying that it, you know, did it when it does it. But it's like I've had friends do that and I have said it. And it's not from personal experience more so. It's about having friends tell me that their relationship got ruined over Facebook or social media. And that's what I'm saying is you were lucky with that aspect. Um, I'm sure there are other things that you wish you could change or the next future girl that you meet that she's not on social media either. But let me tell you, man. And then you have these guys liking the photo, making comments. And the thing is, is I don't like my woman. And I say my woman not as a possession. I say it is someone that I'm digging or whatnot. I don't want them to feel like, hey, no, you guy. No, you can't talk to her. Me, she's mine. You don't want to do that. It's up to her to say stuff. you know. But you have all these guys. And then this is the only thing they can do. They don't have to leave a comment. They can slide into her DMs and try to give her all the compliments. And that's the thing I hate the most about it is that you were talking about, we're talking about stuff and love being respected. And like I said, I had this conversation with Prince and he totally agreed with me. 
about this, by the way, that we need something higher than marriage. We need something higher than love. He totally agreed with me because I told him, I go, the way things are now, I don't think that I'm ever going to get married in my lifetime because I do want it to be forever. And this is when he was kind of like, the second marriage was dissolving a little bit. So, you know, he, he totally agreed with me. And this is how it relates to him is he understood where I'm coming from. And that social media is not as great as we think it is. Technology is great, but it ruins relationships because people don't respect it. And you can slide into their DMs and you'd be like, Hey girl, you're looking so hot. Like, Oh, it remembers that one time that I had sex with you, blah, blah, blah. Or you like, um, you're beautiful. And then you're telling the girl the same thing. And I don't know what it is, but for some reason, you can tell a girl that she's beautiful every morning. Good morning, beautiful. You start every day with a kiss on the cheek, no matter how how mad you guys are. If you can do that, if you're at a distance, you can't. Um, it loses its power. And then for some reason, when the other guy starts saying it, it means more than yours does. And that just sucks. And to that guy... I got two words for you. Not suck it. Fuck you. I'll tell you it's Chinese. Fuck you. So I just, and woman too. Let me not say it's men. It's woman. It's all this stuff. Respect relationships. Like, do we need to teach a course in school? Do we need to do this? Respect it. I mean, look, man, we got stuff. We got people getting killed. We got penises getting chopped off. You know, not just Lorena Bobbitt. It happens a lot more than you think needs to stop dude it's about respect if someone's in a relationship back the fuck up if the guy's in a relationship cheating on you and i was watching broad city last night and like the girl was getting on and he, she didn't know that he was married and he's like he's like what You're, does your wife know and he's like no having a, a swinging relationship has more strings attached than just cheating on them so this is how they're feeling the mentality of women and men inside marriages that it's just better to cheat don't tell the other woman or whatever. And even dating sites started to ramble on this. I would have girlfriends tell me that they would have their girlfriends. They were with someone, but they were going on these dates so they can get a free meal. I'm like, I guess they don't eat carbs with their boyfriend because they want to look good for him. So they go out with this guy and he pays for the meal. And they're, let me get the filet mignon. Let me get that, that lobster. And I don't mean red lobster. Come on, Beyonce. That's a little cheap. All right. Okay. All right. You can drink your lemonade somewhere else. Anyway. Sorry to ramble on like that. And I haven't usually said ramble on in my podcast, but it says at this time it needed it. But that's love, man. Love you. Love makes you do stupid stuff. Love gets you hurt. You know, but I just hate it when it's outside interference. Love you. I don't want to be freaking that guy. That's my girl. She's got to stay inside. I want them to be out in the sun. I want them to show how beautiful they are. And when I'm out with her and there's a guy looking at me, I'm looking at go, what the hell are you looking at me? Like, that's right. She's with me. And the thing is, when you do that to a guy, he's like, man, that guy's cool. And the whole thing is, it's just like what Chris Rock said. When a woman sees another man with their girlfriend and he treats them nice and all this stuff, they're like, you know, it's, it's weird like that. And then as it said, is that when a guy sees his buddy with a girl, God, she's really nice. They're great. I got to get a girl like her. Women go with this sense of like, wow, my friend's got a really great guy. I got to get him. It's got to stop, man. Got to stop, dude. Like I, I just, I want people to know who I am. This is one of the reasons why I do want my face out there. 
I want to do interviews and that's the whole thing is that's what makes it so easy for celebrities to meet girls is because they already know them by interviews that they do. My interview would be like, if you're a dude and you see me with the girl, just know that I've been through a lifetime of heartache with so much stuff, with family, with everything. Let me just have this. Like I prayed to God for it and I don't really pray. Please. That's all I ask for. I'm going to be honest, man. You know, I'm fighting for Prince right now, day in and day out, fighting for him behind the scenes. There's so much stuff going on. I've been fighting my entire life, fighting my diabetes, fighting for food when you're five years old against another kid, fighting in, in, you know, in group homes. You know, you're about to get adopted and the day before you're going to move, the guy tells a social worker that he doesn't want you. And for 20 years, that was the last time you cried. Um, that crap hurts, man. I've had to fight my entire life for everything. And you think that you got a good woman and you do have a good woman. You have someone that you want to respect. And there's people that just don't respect the relationship. And then, like I said, it's an attention thing. The attention of one should be all that matters. And I know I do stuff because I can't be there all the time. I try to work hard. You're not going to find exactly the girl around the block. I do things. So when, you, when you're coming home after a long, crappy day at a job that you don't like, you get a letter from me. You get a gift. There's something waiting there for you. Because I can't give you the attention that you need, but I'm just hoping that the attention I give you, it's never, it never wavers. It never falters. I wasn't the guy that screwed up that had to come back and say I'll make it up to you. I try to do all that stuff. But it's just like I want it to be known. I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of it. I'm tired. And I just I want people to know that about me when they see someone, see me with someone. I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of it. No one's ever fought over me before. I'm not going to have someone, you know, after we break up or whatever, they're not going to drive, you know, six, seven, eight hours to go see me. You know, I'm the one that had to do that before. I didn't have someone knock on my door and go, I'm fighting for you, Jay. Just doesn't happen. But I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of it. I, I put everything on the line. I'll let you know how I feel. And this is how it is. should be used for love. It should be love with relationship. And what bothers me so much about this is Prince dying alone. Probably because of crap like that. Because they did not respect things going on. I know that Prince did some stuff that made him a happy J as well. Happy P. But him dying alone, you know, praying to God that I find the girl that deserves my respect and everything. And I do not die alone. I've been alone a long time in my life. I've been fighting battles by myself. You know, I look in the mirror that's the only person that I can trust for a long time. And then I you put your trust into people and you let them in. They don't really understand. They think that you are just giving them lines. Oh, I never really trust anyone before. I haven't told them anything, you know, and that's why I put it in the written word, because sometimes I think that's more powerful than the word. That's why sometimes text messaging, when it gets messed up, messed up, and you're not understanding, it really sucks, you know, but 
I'm just tired of fighting, dude. I'm just tired of it. I don't know about you. You know, if you're going to get married again, I've never been married. I don't think I ever will be because of the relation, the, the conversations that I had with Prince about people with love and marriage. And I'm like, I keep hoping I'm going to find that girl, you know, that just kind of goes, whether, like I said, whether it's one date, two dates, several weekends in a row, a thousand dates. It just goes, you know what? I got someone that's treating me good. You had your chance. You blew it. I don't care if it's your birthday. I don't care if it's Christmas. I don't care if it's Valentine's. Nah, you ain't getting nothing. You had your chance. You blew it. Here's going to be someone that if he blows it, I know, you know, he treated me good enough to where, you know what? I'll take him back. But you didn't do that. You know, you didn't give me the texting. You didn't give me what I needed. I'm tired of fighting. So... I don't know what else to do. I don't want to die alone though, you know, but I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of it, dude. And I don't know about you. I know that you're recently single, but that's how it feels to me is I'm in a constant battle with so many other things in my life and now fighting for prints and having to have that stuff on it that I'm looking for a positive distraction. Um, you know, wherever it comes from, we'll see. But I just don't know, dude, I'm tired of fighting. I don't know how you feel. But it's not just about love. It's for everything in my life. My diabetes, my life, money. I've had to fight for everything and I'm tired of it. I hear you, man. It's tough. Um, we're kind of at different spots. You know, I'm, I'm recently single and... L'chaim. And maybe for the first time in a long time, I feel comfortable with being single. You know, I could say that. I'd rather be single and just, I guess, not have music to get it on to Prince music anymore, but just the wrong ones. Yeah. Sorry to cut you well, off. No, it's all good. Um, from the, I don't know how to put it, but my, my perspective is, you know, it's kind of the way it happened. You know, when I, when I found Carrie, I could say I found Carrie, you know, right. we, that was a really, really unique experience because after we, after we were together, I think it was, it could have been a year after we were together going through pictures, telling stories probably was sooner than a year, but we figured mm -hmm. out that we had been in the same room in other States at Prince functions and not before we met each other, right. you know? So, you know, and I had pictures from a party at Bobby's that she was at before we had met that we were in the same picture mm -hmm. on the dance floor. I'm mm -hmm. like, Oh my God, that's you in the background. You know, it's one of that. Those are like movie type things that you can't, it's almost like it's destiny. That's why I say soulmate It's huh. destiny. So what I'm trying to say is that do what you love to do, go to where you love to go, be yourself. And the person that's supposed to find you is going to find you. See, the whole thing is, is like, I find that interesting that you brought up the whole thing. Cause the thing is, is like, with someone I never experienced a show with them per se next to each other, but Arsenio Kimmel, uh, Vegas, Mandalay Bay, House of Blues, The Aladdin. We were at at least seven shows together. So you're in the same orbit. Right. Yeah. And I, the first show that she ever went to, I saw her. I just had some bad stuff going on. And, um, you know, you say things about being meant to be, and I guess that's what kind of hurts stuff a little bit. But regardless, I just, my whole reason for doing this is 
I know that we're all grieving in different ways and there's people that found love together through their music and this is all dedicated to you guys and people that want to have that like me that are just so sacrilegious of it. Nah, 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 girl. You're not getting the poom poom. We're not playing that. That, that came on my little iPod. Nah, nah. So and What's cool to bring it full circle though because I kind of want to end it on a positive note. Joe, who you mentioned earlier, yeah, he was the mutual friend that brought Carrie and I together. Right. And in a really cool twist of fate, Joe and I were standing in line at the celebration one year, and I, I think I was talking to Natalie first, mm-hmm. and Joe was with me, and they started talking, and they're, they fell in love, they were together then, they're together now, and it's, it's awesome. It's Can really I just cool. tell you? Like Joe to me and Natalie, that's what I want. Like Joe is a rock man. If Natalie ever hurt him, he would n- never show it. He'd be like, whatever you want, whatever's going to make you more happier. Natalie would be the same way that Joe is a rock, but when he needed someone, she can, he can lean on her. And, and there's tons of stories of people that, you know, right. we're lucky enough that we know just a couple people that are, that have that. But think of how many hundreds of couples that are together through Prince's music, you know, and it, it, it's really special and it's right. cool. I talk with Joe like all the time, like he's not dealing with this well. Like Joe was one of the only people when I went to Paisley Park for the last time because of the distance thing. You know, I kind of alluded to some people in Chicago, they're like, oh, I can't, you know, there's other stuff going on. Joe lives in Wisconsin. He lives kind of far. So I was the only, you know, I just kind of told Joe, hey, something's going on at Paisley Mall. You should go. It's like, what is it? I go, I just think it's going to be a dance party. I think he wants people to see that he's okay. And, you know, I'm like, you really need to go. And he went, you know, and he's like, he's so appreciative over that. And I've had like people contact me saying, I appreciate the art stuff, but that would be it. It's like, I knew when Prince is coming to certain people's cities, there's people that I would contact, you know, or, or because that they had to be the person that let them know, you know, Hey, you know, we got to do it. That's it. It's just what I'm saying. If it's, if it's, whatever let's get back to respecting relationships as much as we respect prince's music and other stuff and joe and natalie you guys are awesome another thing with the nba finals this kind of sucks to me because every year around this time i'd ask prince who he's got in the finals and this is the first year i can't ask him like well you know who he would have said right the warriors but uh barbie (laughs) she she texted me last night he's like you know that 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 p got lebron in this and i'm like Sorry, honey. He's got the Warriors. Yeah, that's how I feel. But I'll never know. And now this time, you know, football season is all my, my favorite time of year. But this time of year, like, you just have that conversation and talk about basketball with him. And now I can't do that anymore. But I just want to thank you guys so much for listening to it. We just want to do the show off the cuff. It's about love. We're going to have some stuff. Let's just his best love songs, everything. Hopefully you're never having to play. Excuse me. Is this really goodbye for anybody? Cause that would suck. Love thy will be done. That's a great one. Even when there's no peace outside my window, there's peace inside different kind of love. Just go with all these things and on Twitter and Facebook and even the reviews hit us up. Let us know what your favorite love songs are. Cause we may continue this on another thing. Um, I just wanted what mood I was in. I kind of wanted to bring this in and I want to dedicate this show to Chris and Carrie, to Joe and Natalie, to Maite, to Manuela and to dig much love y'all keep it funky till next time.